Welcome to the Sisters of Resistance podcast for the week of June the 14th. It's Flag Day. The speakers on this podcast sometimes use bad language, and so listener discretion is advised. Find us on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Apple iTunes at Sisters of Resistance and or Sisters of Resistance, all one word. And then find us on Sisters of Resistance on Facebook and email us at sistersofresistance3 at gmail.com. I'm joined, with my, I'm joined by my sisters, Meg McIntyre Sandine and Franny McIntyre. Good morning. Happy Friday, ladies. Hi there, Reggie. Hi. Hi, Meg. Hey, happy Flag Day. I've got my flag out, and I'm, I'm, I'm claiming this country for America. There you go. There you <laughs> well, go. well, Reggie, I had, a, I had a late flight, a real red eye last night. Yep. And the only thing that got me out of bed this morning was remembering that today is Donald Trump's birthday. Oh, yay, yay, yay. How do you celebrate? Uh, 73. He's 73 today. June 14th, 1946. Just thought you'd all want to know that. Jeez. Well, well I, thanks, um, thanks thank for the you. bicycle, Franny. <laughs> thanks for the bicycle, right? Jeez, Jeez. Louise. Thanks, Franny. <laughs> and I think it's, th- it's three of it's three or four years tomorrow. The anniversary of them coming down the golden escalator. Wow, uh, golden escalator. Only Donald Trump could have a golden escalator. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we had the golden shower, oh, Rich. So. Oh, man. And what's next but a golden escalator? Meg, what's going on in Ohio? Tell me what's going on in your head. Well, it's, uh, it, it's, it's beautiful. We've had a cool spring, uh, lots of rain. And, uh, but this week there has been so much going on. And I know we say know. it every week, but it's yes. absolutely the truth. And it's, it's hard for me sometimes to, to focus in on something because I've mentioned my general state of outrage. But I want to brag that I have finished the Mueller report. Oh, you wow. bitch. Yes, I'm going to, to ring the bitch. bell. And I want to tell you what, um, first of all, find out, is there some award for this? Uh, Do I get anything? I don't know. An, well, an apron. I'll, an I'll apron. It. <laughs> I got, I'll take an apron. Okay. Um, you know, when we first started hearing about the Mueller report, they'd say it's this many pages, it's that many pages. Yeah. The reason is the actual report itself is 350 pages. Mm-hmm. The next 100 are the appendices. Okay, okay, so Appendix A is the order appointing Mueller. B is an alphabetical listing of persons who are referenced in the report. Now, I gave a quick check, a quick check with tired eyes to the list and picked out 65 people identified as being Russian or Ukraine who have had contact with the campaign or with the Trump organization. 65 people have been identified. Um, now Appendix C is lists the answers, excuse me, the questions, the written questions that Mueller presented to 45. Remember, he said, oh, I want to talk. I'm not going to talk. I'd like to talk, all that stuff. Anyway, finally, he received these questions. The questions are wonderful questions. Uh, many parts to them, very clear, very scary questions. Okay. It also includes 45's answers to the questions. In order to save our listeners' time, I'll tell you that 45 never answers any of them, okay? Mm. 
He says he has, quote, no recollection 12 times. And sometimes he'll add an adjective like independent recollection, current recollection, or at this time recollection. Uh, and this, I know, is done to provide him deniability if he is later confronted with evidence. He hasn't really said anything, okay? He said he doesn't recall 14 times. He doesn't remember seven times. And he had no knowledge, okay? Now, when he is confronted with something that happened in public, okay, on video, such as being questioned, being asked if there is a connection between Trump and Russia for, with the uh, Trump Tower project, he then coughs up that he, quote, vaguely remembers, mm -hmm. vaguely remembers the questions. And my favorite uh, response to something that was incontrovertible was, quote, he does not currently have a reason to doubt. Now, I am, as I said, just absolutely shocked that he says that he cooperated fully where every single question, every single one, he ducked and said he doesn't remember and or gave himself other ways so that he can later say, oh, I, I didn't know that's what you meant or I told you I didn't remember at the time, but maybe I remember it now. Anyway, the guy just disgusts me. Okay. Appendix D covers the disposition of all the business that was unfinished when Mueller turned in the report. First part is the transfer of the prosecution of cases generated by Mueller. These were sent to the Eastern District of Virginia, D.C., and the Western District of Pennsylvania. Okay, so we have awaiting trial, one case, awaiting sentencing, three cases. There are three cases in pre-trial status and one post-conviction. The next section is the referral of ongoing investigations to the Southern District of New York, which is where the Trump Organization is, and DC. There are 14 in current ongoing investigations, but I can't tell you much because 12 of them are completely redacted for, quote, harm to an ongoing matter. Hmm. So there is still a hell of a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the prosecutions completed three. So I, you know, again, the idea that the Mueller report found nothing, did nothing, that was just a, a big air kiss to Trump is absolutely a lie. And... Um, so anyways, just wanted to let you know, we've, I've, I've gone full circle on the, uh, the Mueller report. Uh, it is worth reading uh, because it said you just, you won't, it's so hard to believe. And Reggie, I've worked myself into a state already. So I just have people in the news that I want to yell and bite at, but I mm -hmm. want to give other people a chance too. So I'll tell you my particular ones tonight, today, uh, Kellyanne, Sarah and Elaine. But if, if, if one of you wants to go first on that, or we want to do it one at a time, or however you would like to do it. Well, you go, you start, and then we will bitch slap with you. So just. Okay. <laughs> okay. This section of the podcast, I am naming the snack box. 
Now, Sweet. if you don't understand my New Bedford, Massachusetts accent, <laughs> snack and bach both are spelled with an A-I-K. Snack right. box. Okay. Today, I'm focusing on women. And so I'm calling it, I, I'm using the McConnell rule, <clears throat> which is called, she was warned, but she persisted. Remember when he used that to uh, slap down Senator Warren's perfectly allowable speech yep. in the Senate, okay? She was warned, but she persisted. First of all is Kellyanne Conway. Um, yeah. She has been, there's, there's an a independent federal agency called Office of the Special Counsel. This is completely different from Mueller, okay? And it has to do with the... Hatch Act and other federal employment, other issues concerning federal employees. Now, the Hatch Act is from 1939, and it says that federal employees may not use their positions to advocate in any partisan way. And for those of us former federal employees, mm -hmm. Reggie and myself, mm -hmm. we would get formal letters each election cycle to remind yeah. us that we cannot do anything. And honestly, although I've always been opinionated, I have kept my opinions to myself, right. but not Kellyanne. Her flagrant abuses of this law have been so significant and been going on for two years that the Office of Special Counsel sent a letter to the White House recommending separation, which means there is nothing more that can be done with her. She won't stop breaking the law. Mm -hmm. I think that she has uh, 45's encouragement because he just likes it when people get pissed off. She insults and mocks Democratic candidates while speaking in her official capacity, often on the White House lawn with the White House in the, uh, in the background. She has been repeatedly warned but she has no respect at all for the hatchback, Hatch Act. And when asked about it, she says, huh, when will the prison sentence start? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the White House counsel, Cipollone, you yep. know, the great yep. friend yep. of Laura mm -hmm. Ingram and so on, okay? He has sent a letter back, which is all bluster and mock outrage and even questions the applicability of the Hatch Act to other White House advisors. It says, e even considering if it applies. This is complete mistruth. There's only two federal employees exempt, and that is the president and the vice president. They know damn well that the Hatch Act refers to her. Mm -hmm. And resentfully, but still pretending to be helpful, it points out that the Hatch Act, remember from 1939, doesn't even mention Twitter. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, and the hypocrisy of the White House now standing up for federal employees' free speech rights after attacking yeah. Special Agent Strzok, yeah. Attorney Page, etc., mm -hmm. for, for their inferred opinions. She has no fear of losing her attorney licensure. Franny's often talked about attorneys don't want to lose their ticket. Yeah. She is, went to school in D.C. and was admitted to practice there. However, she's already been suspended for not paying her dues. 
So there really is nothing that can be done with her. She has nothing to take away from her. Excuse me. Suspended for not paying her dues, her bar dues? Yes. And what I think, I personally think that what she has done is that this allows her to not have to worry about her license, but she didn't give it up and she didn't, you know, do do something. She, 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 she can't be found in bad conduct. So I think that she feels when she's done with this, she will pay her missing dues, take her continuing legal education if necessary, and then resume her ticket. Mm. This is what I think, because a woman is a genius, an evil genius, Mm -hmm. but it certainly is a way of putting something down and letting it rest without actually taking any action. The inaction of not paying your dues puts her in a suspended status. Uh Uh-huh. And just so we're clear, what we're talking about is a fee that you pay to the Board of Bar of Overseers every year to run the Board of Bar of Overseers operation to get yourself licensed and certified. It's consumer protection. It's uh, your uh, it's like swearing obedience. Bucks. Yeah, 300 yeah. bucks in Massachusetts, you know. Mm-hmm. But the failure to do that is just like so fundamental. That is just outrageous, Margaret. Sorry for the interruption. I just needed no, to No, no, it's no interruption <clears throat> And one of the things I remember most about Kellyanne Conway was her invention of the term alternate facts, alternative Mm, facts, remember? mm -hmm, Yeah. And and that brings me to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. If her mouth is open, she is trying to bite you. Mm, She's Mm -hmm. trying to bite you. Mm -hmm. She has not had a press briefing for over three months. Right. And she said there's no need because 45 uses Twitter to – keep the country informed of what he's up to. Uh, She has repeatedly been caught in lies. Uh, She even admitted to Mueller that she lied about saying that all the FBI employees hated Comey. Mm -hmm. She's leaving the White House now. I suspect she will not be replaced. Yeah, no. Because he wants to handle it all by himself. Right. his, his, His stupid comments. Mm-hmm. And finally, the last one, Elaine Chow. Oi. Oh, yeah. Cabinet yeah. member, Secretary of Transportation, longtime beloved spouse of Senator McConnell. Mitch McConnell. She has used such outrageously unethical actions to benefit herself, mm-hmm. her family, and to help her husband win re-election. Mm-hmm. As a Secretary of Transportation, she, used, she has used her official position for private gain. For example, every time we talk about Infrastructure Week, her yeah. stock goes up. Because mm-hmm. she has stock in road building companies, such as asphalt and, and gravel. Yeah. Okay, so she was told when she came into the White House, into the cabinet, that she had to divest herself of those stocks. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I will, I will. But she didn't do it, okay? So every time she waves the flag of infrastructure, she benefits. She's tried to favor her family's international shipping business to the extent of having the Department of State, asking the Department of State to set up contacts for her family businesses in the People's Republic of China. Mm -hmm. Absolutely outrageous. Okay, but you say, well, Okay, she has set up a hired her husband's former campaign manager 
to be a special liaison. This is on federal dime. Okay, he's being paid by you and me to specially shepherd Kentucky projects through. And there's been so many million oh. dollars have gone through purely to guarantee Mitch McConnell's reelection. Mm. She has been, she is, has, should be impeached, but she has no fear because even if she were impeached by the house, guess where the trial is going to be in the Senate, in the U S Senate, which is run by her husband, Mitch McConnell. Mitch. So yeah. <clears throat> as I said, I am just, I'm just wild. And those are just things that happened this week. And, 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 and I want to give you the rest of you a chance, but between Kellyanne, Sarah, and Elaine, I am ashamed. I am ashamed of women in Washington. They are, they're giving all women a bad name for their lies and their greediness. What do you gals think? Well, I just, uh, I had a couple of thoughts. One was, you know, uh, you know, what were those toadies in the cabinet going to do to celebrate Donald Trump's birthday and ensure that Elaine oh. Chow has <laughs> sent out a secretary, you know, right now shopping for a gold-plated toothpick or something for Donald Trump <laughs> on, the, on the Department of, uh, of Transportation right, right, dime. Right. You know, maybe I some mean, expensive hand cream. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I just, I mean, there's, there, it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a race to the bottom of the ethical trash heap. I can't conceive of people living with, with no sense of morality or integrity. It's so disheartening. Um, and I just wonder what life's going to be like with Sarah Huckabee Sanders after the White House. You know, will she ever, ever, ever be able to go in a restaurant? Will she ever be able to live without the stigma of this? Ah, oh. well, that's my face, immediate reaction. How does she face her children? I mean, those kids are young right. now, but in 20 years or 15 years when they start Googling this shit, they're going to say, holy shit, my mother's a bald-faced liar. How do you teach children don't lie if you're up there lying every day? I just find that hard to every hard. day and, and, and having no, no real excuse for it. And instead of defending him, many times she just attacks other people. Right. So I said, I, I can't right. wait till she asks her kids about something and they, they say, well, no, because you blah, 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 blah. Right. It, it said it's, it's outrageous. I won't miss her. No, I won't miss her because you could never get any wood on her. She's no. not having, press conferences and what has she been doing for the last 90 days right other than traveling you know what i mean so, well it, they it's say outrageous they say i think it was the times or the post said that she's become basically a, probably a replacement for hope hicks um she's been there guiding him around issues that she really doesn't have a whole lot of information on she's been quite the um presence in the oval office in the oval so. oh, okay so that's probably why and she's probably sick and tired of it now she's like okay Clearly, this isn't, you know, this isn't, uh, I'm not being used for what, I, I'm not being used for the, as the public eye of this corrupt uh, uh, organization. <laughs> and 45 suggests she run for governor of oh, Arkansas, right. which her dad was. Yeah. That's, that's just what we need. Yeah, we need another one of them. Yeah, I remember seeing her when she, when he was, you know, you'd see pictures of him and she was just this chubby little prepubescent thing, you know, in the, in the pictures. And here, now here she is, you know, so I'm not going to miss her at all. Franny, how about yourself? Uh, no, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to miss her one bit, but I wanted to go back and, and, and at least, you know, get a shout out from Margaret for actually reading the Mueller report. Yeah. Um, I just, oh, I just, you, thank you. I just thought, <laughs> let's give her an award. You know, the Donald Trump. I'd love an April trophy. Reggie. 
An apron, the Trump Trophy. All right. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I Googled it. Reggie, Franny, do you mean like the trophy he gave to the sumo wrestler? That's right. I think it would be perfectly appropriate, <laughs> you know, uh, to, to give you it for reading it because uh, CNN reported a couple of weeks after it was published that only 3% of their uh, population uh, polled, uh, whatever that group was, only 3% had actually read it. Uh, three quarters had 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 not, and under ten percent, you know, were saying they had looked at it. And and I've been away for five days, and I had it with me, and I had plenty of of delays in airports, and unfortunately, I never cracked the thing. So uh, you ought to be congratulated for uh, actually plugging all the way through it and telling us about it. Hearing hearing your reports and your analysis of it has mm. been really useful um, for me and uh, for our oh, listeners, as we all know you know, not really appreciating what is in there has been the challenge for the, um, for the Democrats. So those are a couple of, of, of my thoughts. And Kellyanne Conway is just beneath contempt, beneath contempt, a snake, a complete snake. Uh, Reggie, you must have something you'd like to say about Kellyanne Conway. Well, no, just, just that, that quote, Meg, about, you know, okay, when does the prison sentence start? I mean, uh, that just right. right up my ass in Complete a very disrespect big way. for the, Complete disrespect. the law. Yeah. I mean, and like, I know, catch me if you can, you know. Uh, you know, I had friends that I, I had work associates that, I, that we would talk, and we were very careful, very careful, because you can't get to go down that road, you know, and... Um, because you, every year you got, a, you got an ethics review about the Hatch Act, you know, when, when it was an election cycle, you know, so you were made very aware. So for them to blatantly disregard just, just sends me into orbit. Um, <sighs> um, and I, I knew somebody um, in my first job uh, that was simply late paying his bar fees and he got a $50 penalty or something for it mm -hmm. and he almost got fired over it. Mm. You know, it's just so fundamental. Um, and to, I, I'm sure Margaret's, uh, you know, well, read on the situation world. is correct. The real yeah. world. But I, that is what I think because it's a way of giving, putting something in a lockbox so it can't be taken from her and that she can earn it back with just simple administrative action. Yeah, no, I'm sure that you're right. Right. I'm sure that you're right. Yeah. Um, oh. I, um, Franny, do you have other stuff that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, I, I do. I, okay, I think that uh, it seems like the, the big story of the past couple of days has been about um, uh, Trump's response to George Stephanopoulos' question. I know. Oh, my God. If ever there was a reason to impeach this guy, it's that. I, I know. I, I'm I just, just so pissed off by it. Uh, just say it, the FBI director's wrong. It, ah. it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just so hard to... And we must go on, and we can't get caught, you know, dragged into the undertow of this. But um, it, it, maybe it's already been talked to death, but I had a couple of thoughts about it. Mm -hmm. um, the question, as everybody will remember, was what would you do if a foreign adversary, and I think he named Russia, um, offered you dirt on an opponent? And um, so Trump stopped and said, well, I think you might want to listen. Uh, no, no, would you listen or would you call the FBI? He says, oh, you know, I think you might want to listen. I maybe do both. And, and then you can see his, his slow little mind beginning to turn and he's beginning to figure out how does he answer this, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and so my observations of it are, first, if you get a chance to see the, the video of it, a lot of us have, it's on Twitter and all over the place. Um, when he's saying, I think you might want to listen as the gears start to grind, he looks entirely vacant. He mm -hmm. looks innocent. 
of any knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like to say, the Garden of Eden before the apple. Huh? I, I hate to say it, but the guy looks younger every day. I mean, he's not lying. He doesn't look tense. Uh, his eyes are wide open. His utter innocence. He's so stupid. He's so clueless. He sees no downside to engaging with a foreign government. He sees no possibility of blackmail. Even now, years after we're into this, he's sitting there sort of blinking in the sunlight and saying, I think you might want to listen. Um, I, I, I just am, am, am so astounded um, at how, how, how clueless he is. And of course, ignorance of the law is no defense in a courtroom. Um, you know, how it plays politically is the challenge for Nancy Pelosi, who, you know, all of his people look at that display of innocence and, and somehow, you know, think this is all okay. And the Republicans kind of go along with it. But I think from a, um, quasi legal point of view, um, the, the question arises, well, does that change anything? You know, now that he's said that he would, you know, happily take... You think it would. You fucking you, think that it would. But you, but you think that legally it might make a difference. Oh. And what, I'm, what I offer is it does not. Because what we saw was Donald Trump's state of mind on Wednesday night, which was what? June 12th of 2019. You cannot assume or refer or infer backwards from that. You can't say as a logic, as a matter of logic, or and it wouldn't permit you to say in a courtroom, how he felt on June 6th of 2016 uh, when they were having the meeting in Trump Tower. You can't infer what his thinking was then based on what his thinking was three years later, because you have no reason to know that thought was even in his mind. You could, if later down the road, Norway does come through with something about who, what, Seth Moulton? Um, and, and, <laughs> Those nice and he, white blonde Norwegian people, tall, <laughs> right. blonde, we, and white. We need more of them. We need more of them. <laughs> and Trump takes them up on it. We would be able to say, well, now he clearly had the—he clearly stated the intention to violate the law, and he clearly stated that the, that the FBI director was wrong. But you can't infer backwards, and that's the legal principle that's going on here. So, it's of—it's of you know, it's thorny interest, but as a practical matter, it doesn't help any prosecution. I don't think. Uh, surely somebody will try to offer it at some point as a as a proof of an indictment if uh, if this all goes down the way. I might expect. Um, but the, the reality is, the legal reality is, is that thought, I might listen, might just have popped into his head at that moment, because that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. He was entirely unprepared for the question, entirely unprepared for the issue. Oh, my goodness. And so what does it mean? I mean, everybody else has said this already, but the Chinese and the Israelis and everybody. the North Come Koreans, yeah. everybody and the North Koreans, look, what they invaded... Um, was it Universal Studios? Uh, you know, one of the Hollywood uh, big movie companies and entertainment oh, companies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sony, yeah, all the. Yeah. I mean, they've got plenty of of, of hacking capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's going to be at risk. You right. know, considering that five hours after he invited the Russians to find Hillary Clinton's they were on it. emails, they were on it. They were on it. Um, so that's probably an obvious observation. But I'll I'll just you know wrap this comment with. 
Um, so last night, Ellen Weintraub, who's the commissioner, uh, the chair, I should say, of the Federal Election Commission, makes a statement regarding illegal contributions and a thing of value, which is opposition research under yeah. the law mm-hmm. from foreign government, um, is a crime. And so she puts that out there. And I just think it's pretty remarkable that I doubt that Alan Weintraub thought she would ever break Twitter. Um, but she's now got uh, 69,000 um, likes. I got to find 30, that. Yeah, 31,000 um, retweets. All right. Um, and so, I mean, when do you do anything but snooze with the Federal Election Commission, but suddenly um, they've become hot. So... Uh, that's uh, that's one of the things that's uh, that's on my mind. And then I just will say that I'm I'm frustrated with the congressional investigations. Oh, I you wish are? that we knew more. Can't imagine. Well, I just, I, well, I just I wish that I think that Nancy could do a little bit better job of letting us know the status of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after you know banging on the doors of the Department of Justice, um, we can tell that Barr does not want to be found in contempt because suddenly. He pukes up some of the evidence uh, underlying mm. the Mueller report, mm-hmm. not the grand jury stuff, stuff he apparently had no reason to, uh, uh, to, to, to withhold. Uh, but he suddenly decides he's going to give that stuff up. And Jerry Nadler has to go away and now look at that. And they stall for more time, buy, buy, you know, buys them off. And so that one's gone back to take a nap. We haven't heard anything about what's happening to Richard Neal's um, Ways and Means um, Committee uh, 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 subpoena right. looking for the taxes. We haven't heard anything about that. The Mazar, which is the accounting records that Trump is trying to prevent from being revealed, that has, uh, is in the appellate level at this point. But we could we would stand an update as to what's happening to all these things because uh, it's, it's, it's getting frustrating without seeing um, I mean, the whole thing is so frustrating. I'm understanding it as a legal proposition. I'd like to know what's going on with these things and what progress are we making? And, and so, um, you know, I have some really uh, boring observations on executive privilege, but I think um, Margaret got all the fun stuff to talk about this week. So I'll, uh, <laughs> well, no. she, she got all the cute, funny stuff. Hey. I have the streamlined vote of the house on contempt. That's what I got. So um, I, but you, I think I, I'll leave I, that aside and just, uh, we can just celebrate Trump's birthday more quickly this way. Yeah, I, 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 you can count on me to bring the funny, Franny. But <laughs> um, speaking of, of Barr, I, I went insane again this week when he is trying to investigate and interrogate the uh, CIA. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you remember he appointed a, a pretty respectable yeah, U.S. attorney you. from yeah, Connecticut, Connecticut yeah. to Durham, do Durham. an investigation. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that specifically he wants to find out who are the Russian sources? Now, I know from my past experience working for the federal government, we were always so careful of anything to do with Russia and Russian sources because what the Russian government does when it finds a, a person who is a double agent, they set them on fire. Right. Okay? Now, I'm sure they're either still doing that or if they found a more painful thing to do, okay? So we are actually doing Putin's work for him. And although I have a level of administrative, you know, trust in the U.S. attorney, I have no trust in Ba because of his propensity 
to summarize and release information, calling it as a summary of principal conclusions. I don't trust Barr one bit. And again, I really continue to push for his impeachment. The other thing is, you know, there's something going on in the Mideast, you know, the Straits of Hormuz, there's tankers. Mm -hmm. I don't profess to have an opinion because I do not know enough about the area. I will say this morning, though, Pompeo, Secretary of State, has announced that Iran did the attacks. Okay. The only interesting, the only note I want to make is I have no idea to, whether I can trust him or not. Well, sure. Of course not. In the past, if the, if the government, the Secretary of State said something, I was totally there carrying the flag. But now I doubt them. And the reason I doubt them is because this doubt has been sown by 45 in all his attacks on the intelligence agencies, on all his attacks on everything. But basically, he has placed himself in the middle of a boiling cauldron in the Mideast, and he does not know what the hell to do with it because up to now, his only policy was that we should take the oil. You know, he wants to get oil. He wants to get the riches of the Mideast. But he, if, if I have no idea what's going on, he certainly has not. But I am now in a position where I don't trust my own government. And that's, that's very scary. Well, it's very scary to think that Trump might decide to declare a war on Iran just to kind yeah. of make himself look better and bigger. And if you listen mm -hmm. to Mike Pompeo's reasons for why they think it's Iran, it basically comes down to nobody else has the sophistication to do it in the area, which is not exactly direct evidence. Um, and sounds a little bit like the WMD investigation to me. Um, and so I, I, I agree with you completely. Um, in and Russia, Russia can go everywhere. There. You don't have to be a neighbor in order to be doing something there. Russia has underwater submarines, et cetera, all over the world. Remember, they've been outside Norway. They've been everywhere. So I, you know, it could just as easily be Russia trying to start something knowing, well, anyway, it's very frightening. It is. It's very frightening. And when I saw that um, report about Barr going to be questioning CIA agents, I, I had such a physical uh, revulsion. I, I just, I, I can't conceive of, of what's happening to us. Uh, you know, Reggie, I need to just uh, do one update, breaking news. Yeah. Um, I commented before about um, the president's response to George Stephanopoulos. Well, you'll be happy to know that this morning at eight o'clock on Fox and Friends, Trump has now backed away from his assertion and said that, oh, no, he would notify the FBI right away. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 right yeah. So, so that just tells you, yeah. you know, my, my, my premise that he's vacant, clueless, ignorant, unprepared. Um, and you the can see why. mofo. <laughs> <laughs> and how he, how he got himself in this, in this jam. Right. This jam. right. And, um, and my, happy death day to you. Were they singing happy birthday to him? I bet they were for you on, on those what they call five white people on a couch or whatever it is. <laughs> I bet they were. I, hey, I'm that's probably that why you called in. Hey, so I got, I got two things, two quick sure, things. Let's hear them. Okay. So first one, it was, I just picked it up on Twitter about right before we got on, right before we did the pod, uh, the Harriet Tubman, it's an article in the New York times. The Harriet Tubman bill has been yep. done since late 2016. Hmm. And the new security features, which is the reason that Mnuchin gave whereby we yeah. could not get this bill up and out, 
was is basically a ruse because they said that when you do the design of the bill, the design, the engraving, and the security all get done at the, basically get done at the same time. So it's it's a it's, a, uh, it's oh. simultaneously. They said that the 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 folks that do the engraving are apprentices that have to have ten years of work under their oh. belt. You're doing it backwards. So you're doing, you're seeing this vis this picture of Tubman, but it's backwards how you cut to do the engraving of it, which I think is fascinating. Anyway, this whole thing uh, is just a, a big ruse because, you know, I and guess- They don't want a minority woman on the market. Exactly right. And so they're saying that the, it was gonna be done, the, the last iteration under the Obama administration said it was gonna be 2030, that it was going to be done, but I guess it's been pushed off even further. But it's all a big, it's all a big lie. It's all a big lie of what Mnuchin has represented. That oh, that's so interesting. It's ready, ready to go, you know? And it's a great, it looks great. It, the, the $20 bill, is a picture of it on the Times article, looks fabulous, you know? So that's, that's one thing that's pissed me off, besides all the other things that pissed me off. <laughs> And then the other, off. the other thing, it's, it's called Piss Off Friday. Um, on, my, <laughs> on the cat websites that I watch, they have tongue out, they call it Tongue Out Tuesday. So you have to <laughs> post pictures of your cats with their tongues out. This is Pissed Off Friday. <laughs> anyway, the other one, there was an article by Michelle, there's an op-ed piece in the Times by Michelle Goldberg, and it's called Trump to America, Who's Going to Stop Me? That's the name of the op-ed piece. Mm -hmm. And basically, you can read all the way through it. Very interesting. But she does provide a link. There's going to be a number of demonstrations tomorrow. So you put in, uh, um, you put in your zip code. You go to the website, this different website that she has the link to. You, go, you put in your, your zip code. And in where we're located, Franny, there are three demonstrations, one in Franklin, one in Newport, and one in Boston. Wow. And um, you can go, you can go, and it's about the impeachment, demand impeachment proceedings from Congress, from, from the House. So I thought that was interesting. That's oh, very that's important, neat, Reggie. Reggie. Important, important, important. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we've got to turn out for stuff like that. That's right. great, Reggie. That's right. great. I, I just want to give a, um, you know, we, I still stand with Nancy Pelosi and her read on this whole situation. Um, and I just wanted to make an observation that Seth Moulton failed to make the debate cut off. I know. That's well. all I can say is don't fuck with Nancy. <laughs> but didn't she look kicking in that yellow biker jacket? She looked fabulous. She looked fabulous. Um, she looked young. She looked beautiful. She did. She looked fabulous. What, but in the yellow jacket? The yellow jacket? Yes. Yeah, that looked great, I thought. I thought that was a great color. Yeah, and she just looked perky and yeah. rested and ready to go. But it did have that biker suggestion of like, hey, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, I thought, you know, I, 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 I thought it was great. Um, and I just Googled Elaine Weintraub. I just uh, uh, tweeted Elaine Weintraub. I think she's so cool. I said, go, my yes. sister. <laughs> yes. Yes. I said, you are rocking the house. Thumbs up. Anyway, um, well, this has been interesting. Very interesting day. And so we will... Um, Anything else? Any last things, girls? Are you, are you all set? For I, I, I'm almost all set, but I just want to give a shout out to my friend, Catherine, and I want to assure her we're all going to mend her back together again. Good as new. There you go, Catherine. Well, I, I want to give a shout out, shout, out, shout out to our newest listener in New Hampshire. Welcome, oh, sister. Welcome, my sister. 
Fabulous. So how do I end this? As discussed today, Trump's ridiculousness is undermining <laughs> the rule of law and our American way of life. And join us, the Sisters of Resistance, in calling out the treacherous, evil, ridiculous Trump administration. And when you see bullshit, we have to call out the bullshit, girls. Thank say you bullshit, say bullshit. Say bullshit. Thank you for being here, Franny and Meg. And my name is Reggie. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. And see you next week. And take care and have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thank you. Resist. Thank mm -hmm. you.